2: Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul. Some 41, 30 seconds from Mars. Oh, and two-door cinema club.
3: Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpal clip,
4: Watch up and welcome back to another episode of No Silly's Podcast with your host. Now, nah, fuck that with your low. Glasses Malone. Yeah, I done lost probably about 25 pounds all messed up. And it's fucked up because I just can't put weight on one leg. Like, that's it's just one thing to be on crutches and you got a cast and you can use your cast to balance you. And, you know, it's okay if you slip a little bit. But this one specifically, because I don't have a cast, it's a brace. And him putting a brand new tendon in there, it has to set. So I can't put an ounce of weight on it. So it's everything is balanced with one leg. It's ridiculous. And that one leg is probably getting strong as hell. For sure. And I'm glad, like, I had started working out crazy and all that crazy boxing shit. Because, like, all the push-ups and sit-ups, now I need to lift myself up or – pull myself up to get in the shower that's all easy it ain't bad you know what i mean it's it ain't really hard it's kind of easy but i could imagine what it would have been like if i hadn't been doing that for two years seriously so i pretty much just be icing it all the time yeah for so i was tripping right i was um like so you know we ended season two on those ceilings right um but I realized we didn't do like a like nobody knew, like it was just over. And it like different people start tweeting, I didn't even know. Me. Yeah, people started tweeting me and hit me a messenger, like, hey, what's what's up with the episodes? I'm like, oh, season three is go start on February 28th. And they was like, Oh, okay. But I thought it'd be dope to do an epilogue of season two mm-hmm. and then expectations of season three. You know what I'm saying? Like what do people expect from those ceilings in season three?
5: Unadulterated chaos.
6: I think first of all, bro, the first thing we have to ask ourselves is with the what does Glasses Malone expect in season three? What's your plan for season three, besides chaos?
4: Yeah, chaos just comes with my name, so that's just the inevitable, but I think season three, I want to do guests. I think season one and two, we didn't really do a lot of guests. It was just me and Pete or me and and, and the cousins chopping it up on some real, you know, some real jargon. But I think um, season three, I need to pull other people into the chaos. Like, I know for sure we're going to do. Uh, I know for sure we're going to do uh, Perico. Shout out to uh, G Perico. My boy from the city that's like on his way to being a rap legend. But, you know, having a conversation with him that ain't rooted around music, but we had a lot of differences on how we see crippling and gangbanging. And and both of us being a part of communities and and going to jail, he feel a little bit more validated because he went to prison. But I feel more validated because I actually really believe in it. You know what I'm saying? So those type of conversations about Crippin, you know what I mean? Coming up with him, you know, he's a, a real avid member like me, so it's it's a great conversation. That's that's going to happen. And I feel like having it with the girls is going to be tough. You know, Pete not here, so having it with the girls and them, you know, we needed to bring him into it. Um, Me and Pete...
5: You if know, you do it I, after May, I'll slide out for that.
4: Yeah, doing it with me and Pete. Me and Pete chopping it with different people to... To wreck our brains, people who not in town, that don't come in town and really having conversations, getting other people's perspective. That's Mm -hmm. what it is still. First off, No Sillings, GL, my partner Peter in the spot, my big brother still, you know, consistent guest and and host of No Sillings that's always around. He don't got no interface. So if he sounds like shit, it's him. So y'all know he ain't shit.
6: Yeah, he's bringing he's bringing the notice to y'all. Probably didn't even notice until he said So, yeah, but you should always have a Zoom at your house. You got you was
4: the first motherfucker that made me start doing podcasting back in two
6: thousand fifteen. And I do have a Zoom. It's my fault because you know, up at the other studio, we got multiple rooms, right? Yeah. So I took it in up there the other day, and I had one here, but I forgot I let somebody use the the other Zoom, so I don't have it here. So it's like one of those things. But I do try to have two sets of everything. You have to have I a mean, podcaster. You got to have noticed, a couple of different sets.
5: I noticed something. Every time you come on our show, you're just at the house. Are we not good enough for the studio? Are we not I worthy exactly of studio
4: that. quality
6: production? Why we don't get the background studio quality? Oh, man, there you all go with that bullshit. Yeah, we could. You know what? If I have my Internet, I'm actually going to take my tower up to the studio so I can do it up there. And it will be in pristine quality. You know what? How excited are you about Gangster Rap Chronicles? I'm very excited about it, dog. Because it's more into the lane of what did
4: I do. Yeah, I, I always felt you had it hard with Gangster Chronicles because, as the show started coming apart, you know, sometimes having star power is tough. But I always felt like you were more like, okay, I can do this because of my intellect. But when well, you, you start Gangster yeah. Rap Chronicles and season three gets crazy and and you know GR. GRC is just going to be crazy because how much you know about gangster rap is just insane.
6: Yeah, well, you know what? And me and A, as of late, we've been having really amazing conversations about just certain things and just getting certain stories out of him that we might not have otherwise heard. Like we were talking about uh, the influence of gangster rap today, you know, inside That's of just hip hop. And that was kind of like, um, there was a golden era of gangster rap. I would say probably from like 92, 92 to probably like 2002. It's like, that's kind of like the golden era of gangster rap. Uh, Yeah, I can, I could agree. You know, you I think agree. about all the gangster rap that was around the country. Like we talked about it, like everybody kind of spawned their own re-inditions of NWA and every major urban, you know, metropolis around the country. Like you had Detroit, um, well, actually, Flint, Michigan, they had the Dayton family. They had top authority. You know, Houston had the yeah. Ghetto Boys. You know, you just had all of these profound groups that were actually all great groups. I'm really excited about Gangster Rap Chronicles, man. The rooted neighborhood music, you know. Pr-
4: producing that show is going to be super fun for me because I get to really challenge y'all with certain guests and some of the questions I get to give y'all. So I'm excited for that, uh, Pete. What you expect? What do you really want to see? More of from no sellings season three.
5: Hmm. Honestly, That's an interesting I- question. I mean, I haven't given it any thought. I never know what's happening on a show until we're in the middle of it anyway. <laughs> so I'm always well, guard. I mean, off you guard. can
4: prepare. What <laughs> what see the thing that I like about having you like my goal eventually is to have you and Mook and then have the cousins. So what, yeah. what I would like to do is have sometimes the same conversation from both perspectives. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, but what do you want? Like, what do you really want to see? If you was like, okay, you know, you know, our goal at no ceilings, right? Is exploring, um, like this, this place we call heaven right here, this earth we're walking and really exploring those places that nobody else really want to explore. You know what I'm saying? That, that is the goal of no ceilings, having the conversations that nobody else within the culture wants to have. So, for sure. I always enjoy those. Where do you where do you feel like we lacking at what What's more conversations that we are not having that you would like to have or that we need to have that you can see on the horizon?
5: I could see us going in a direction where there's like certain topics that are addressed pretty incompletely, like throughout the fabric of society. And it's easy to talk about one half of it, but if you want to embrace One half, you got to embrace the whole thing and ask some of those really unpleasant questions to say, Hey, well, if you believe in this, like a teeter totter, if you believe that side goes down, you have to believe this side goes up. So, what does that side going up mean to you? And how do you, you know, reconcile with that type of shit?
4: Yeah. Yeah. For sure, I know we're going to do, I know we definitely going to do more guests. So I think a lot of the guests that I'm starting to find is, is different people from different places. So those are going to be great conversations. I think, yeah. I think when me and you and, and, and hopefully Mook, I doubt Mook, I don't know if Mook going to get this shit together. I don't know if I'm going to get this shit together, <laughs> but I think for, for no ceilings, when, when we sit down and we, and we online and, You know, we start doing a better backdrop. I think we should really because I think me and the girls have more just kind of like easy conversation that aren't easy. Forgive me, but simple. I think we should really push the boundaries of no ceilings when me and you are sitting down talking like I think we should be talking to neurophysicists and shit and neurologists and and just crazy People who have to do crazy things in this world that that, you know, that that people have no idea are as challenging as they are.
5: I was just on a deep dive about graphene and um uh, nanomatter or whatever all that stuff is, you know, turning trash into carbon based two dimensional part particular matter right before we started. Wild stuff. I'd never even heard of it before today.
4: Mm. Me and Pete is also talking about buying some property in Montgomery, Alabama. I convinced Pete to go half with me. Uh, still, that would be a good investment. Um, my family, uh, my mother's father, my father, my mother's side of the family, they all from Alabama. So that's gonna be cool to buy some property down there.
6: Yeah, it was JT, the bigger figure, actually did really well down in Alabama. He actually like owned the city block down there. Nice. What do you want to see from No Cillings? What do you think is missing still?
4: What do you think is missing? See, I, I look at a lot of the top shows like that, that that are talked about in the urban realm, you know, all of the other brothers, Noriega, you know, uh, Buttons. but I feel like they don't do what No Sillings does. They do. Well, Joe Buttons, I don't listen to enough, but I know him. So he could have these conversations, but I don't think he does. Um, I think their conversations be more, I don't know, but I know Noriega talks to a lot of artists, and I don't want No Ceilings to be this thing where it's just artists. Now, I don't know if that benefits the business, you know what I mean? Because obviously people respect Glasses Malone as an artist, but I feel like No Ceilings and the reason Charlemagne wanted me to do a podcast, hell, the reason you wanted me to do a podcast was to really showcase my intellect and ability to translate it from the level it's at to the streets and to people who will follow me in the culture.
6: Mm-hmm. You know what You know what I think, bro? And this is just me, you know, this is kind of like my, um, I almost want to see our sixth to seventh season in the game, G, in podcasting, if you think about it, right? Mm-hmm we started back in like 2017 even though it wasn't consistent 2016 actually yeah, it might have been 15 or 16 yeah you know we started off a long time ago um, I think you're definitely on the right course man I think what this thing is right here I think podcasting is all about the ability with a successful podcast is being able to pivot and sometimes change direction you mm. know at the drop of a dime like you look at my situation with Gangsta Chronicles and it's like that is in no way that I ever want to show the, the kind of um, for things to play out the way they did. But you have to be you have to sometimes make decisions that ain't popular. It's just audible at
4: the line and, mm-hmm. and you have to cater to your strengths. Mm-hmm. That's what I love the most about Gangster Rap Chronicles. It caters to your strength. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but eventually you will be off of that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? If we have to pivot again and and we got to be okay. Pete, what's up with your show this year, man?
5: You tell me. I can do a show in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's not on me. I'm not in the production.
4: <laughs> yeah, we got to do better still. He making us look I, not, real Y'all
6: going to put this all on I me. Just, I, I, like, your production. Real, real. <laughs> See, you know what the problem is with podcasting <laughs> with me? Is everything always comes in steel? Everything is always at the end of the day through on steel. If it's something, glass glasses in steel.
5: You no, know, L- let me ask you a question, still. This is
6: what I know Listen, what I notice is when something good happens, everybody else take the credit. Everybody oh. else do all that. But when something bad happens, it's just that motherfucker steel. Steel shiesty. Yeah, I'm all kind of shiesty motherfuckers when, and everything else. When
5: you're when you're fielding those phone calls about, you know. This investor or that investor giving somebody you know X value for this project or that project—they ain't calling me.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
6: no, actually, I'm actually an early adopter of Peter. I'm actually an early fan. The white man's opinion was still it was and still is brilliant to me. It's yeah, just, I, I, I like opinion. the
4: white man's opinion. Do we bring it back problem. or do we do we bring it back? Because it is just
6: Pete. I think that would be the white man's opinion, though. Maybe we should call it the gingerbread man.
4: No, I like yeah, the white man's opinion. The
6: white man's opinion. I we thought just got to
4: produce really it a little bit better. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, sure. oh, we got to really cater to that white man's opinion because people ask me all the time. They be like, man, it's Pete. You know, it's Pete this well. I'm like, no, Pete's a real white person. He just know black people. Like, he's been in the community. He's not a wigger. You know, people thought you was a wigger. I'm like, nah. Pete's a real white guy that grew up in Orange County. He's just not ignorant. He's not like there are some things I think about culturally within our culture you don't get, you know, but you are definitely a lot more vested
6: than 99%. Why do people feel like a, a, a white person that appreciates black culture, why are they looked at as being a Wigger? I well, never It's not appreciation.
4: I, I, think, I think Pete appreciates things about black culture but i think the things that are frowned upon he like i don't like that part of it you know what i mean i don't i think but i think when you have a white person who is trying to totally live black culture i get why they call him a wigger just like i've had this conversation with with doc and different ogs and shit i'm like if what's black culture it's like i tell you all the time what's black culture without you know the oppression and, and poverty like if you're in America and nobody's oppressing you, you know, the police don't pull you over because of how you look or you don't cook food because, you know, you're trying to tap back into a different time when it wasn't great or you, you want to make it taste the way, you know, scraps used to taste. If you just live in Beverly Hills and nobody gives you a difference because you look different, you know what I'm saying, what, what, what is being black at that point? That It wouldn't be no such thing. I mean, it would just be being American. You know what I mean like? And another thing is, if and I we talked about this in season two, if being black, if the only thing about black culture is how white people treat you, a lot more people is black than we giving credit to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If it's just how white people treat you, you know what I'm saying? Then it's gonna be a lot more black people than just people with that look like me, for sure. So I, I think. um I think this year we should bring back the White Man's Opinion. I mean, I know we had the idea for the bird, but I don't like it. Depends on the guest, um, him having a co-host. I think we just got to turn Pete loose, and I think we got to revamp the White Man's Opinion and 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 really help him with some colder subjects, so he can give the White Man's Opinion about particular subjects. I think we will do well. I think a lot of No Ceilings audience. You know, they started off looking at Pete crazy, but over these two seasons, like a hundred and I think we're a hundred and twenty or thirty episodes in. We've
5: done. Have we only done two? I thought we'd done three.
4: No, this is on no, two. this is two. Wow. Yeah, but I was saying if yeah. me and you still start giving Pete the the actual content for him to give his honest opinion on, I think at that point, the same people who listen to No Sillings will start listening at the white man's opinion.
6: Yeah, I believe so, too. Um, I, I think the biggest thing is, bro, is just we do it and we get we real consistent with it. The, 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 see, the main key to podcasting, man, is is pretty much to keep on swinging. A lot of people don't get it. And you get people that come into podcasting, especially, and you've seen this, Chief, to where they want to make money. They think they go going to come in and get a million-dollar deal, dog. It's, they think they're funny. supposed to feel... Stadiums. They think they're supposed to go start getting paid appearances. It's like we don't even got no listeners yet. Can we get to the part of what we're we producing a great podcast first?
4: It's funny because I seen Joe Budden's and uh, Nori. Nori was on Joe Budden's podcast, and they were making jokes about rappers becoming podcasters. And you know, I remember seeing it and people asking me, did I take offense? And it's funny because somebody who edited it after put me in there and it was like but in within the conversation they were saying dudes who get five podcasts in and feel like it's supposed to happen 10 podcasts in and i didn't take it personal shit i'm 120 in and this season you know we talking about doing you know 70 you know, I mean, we start we start talking about doubling up sometimes you know just making it ours you know maybe at the end of season three we'll have 200 podcasts you know we we have some really interesting conversations and and explorations of ideas. So I'm excited. Like, I don't even worry about it. I just keep getting busy. Eventually, my intellect will shine.
6: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh, my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is
2: Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 seconds from Mars. Oh, and two-door cinema club. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrant's palbocyclib.
3: Ibrant's 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy.
0: So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
6: Well, you can't worry about it, bro. You kind of just, with podcasting, it's all about just keep on building. Like, I truly believe had we kept doing white man's opinion that it would be a successful show. Well, I think it's time we double
4: down. on The Pete ain't doing shit down there in Florida to mess with them Spanish women. So,
5: nah, I ain't even doing, doing that.
4: A week, I, I
5: can think. lay down a pot. I can do 20 minutes a day. No problem. Yeah. 25 a day.
6: You know what I really want to do with Peter with the white man's opinion? I really want him to get on this shit, man. I think Peter has a lot of Rush Limbaugh-like qualities, man. I think he has a lot of Rush Limbaugh-like qualities. <laughs> wow. I think
5: That'll go real well like, on this network. <laughs> I think he
6: can do good, but that's why it's called the white man's opinion. We, we need to know what the white man is thinking. Peter's going to give you guys insight what the closest
5: the it's
6: going to get. And, G, you know what? You know what the whole idea came from from the white man's opinion. It actually started on um on, on our first podcast, Dog. Um, what was the first podcast we had with you, G? Uh, the first podcast was Mind of Malone. Well, yeah, it was a Mind of Malone, but then we had another one, dog called um and somebody oh, unpopular asked, opinion. Unpopular. Yeah, 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 I bet yeah. they Yeah, actually, somebody had hit me up about getting the unpopular opinion page, and I told him no, just to be telling. No, I said no, you can't have. We still fucking you
4: asshole, dog.
6: Give somebody me the fucking asked page. Me. Somebody <laughs> says to me, Convey, man, I noticed you guys haven't posted up there since such and such. Since you want to be a smart ass, you know, typical Peter. I can ask you that since you're a white person. Why do white people always come with their facts first? They always like to come to facts. So I noticed you haven't used this page since such such. Like that's gonna make me. I said no. Yeah, I might use it one day, so I'm keeping that. It's mine. And he was really upset about that, but I didn't give a fuck. But that idea came because me and Peter used to always have this inside joke. We used to always talk about the man.
4: Yes. Like, Yo, like bro, white folks. I, I like that. We need to really. The show was originally called the Man Show, right? I meant to tell you. So this year we also launching. A basketball podcast. What who? My, my first basketball podcast, Man to Man with G Malone. So
6: you can talk about how great LeBron is?
4: Uh, we'll have some conversations about LeBron James. Yeah. You but they'll be funny. like honest conversations. I don't know if you would like that.
6: Since we going, you know, since we kind of going back, man, since this is kind of going back and recap all we've done, I've definitely had some. Very, very funny times in podcasting. Stuff that might have pissed me off at one time, and I kind of just look back and laugh on it because one thing that never ceases to amaze me is people's ignorance. A lot of people just are dumbasses, G. Yeah, they think you a brute. A lot of people just not, aren't that intelligent, man. I'm not a brute, I'm just honest, man. Some people might called you an ogre. See, you know what the thing is, man. When
4: they gonna... called you Ogre, you know what I thought about? Revenge of the Nerds.
6: Yeah, but you know what? I'm I a remember
4: Ogre. Yeah, I remember Ogre. what was your was...
6: favorite character on Revenge of the Nerds? My favorite character was on, uh... what was the character? Was his name? Jerkovsky? Who? Tchaikovsky. What movie was that, Dog to do? He used to jerk off all the time nobody used to jerk off on no
4: fucking... Hold on, I'll tell there. you,
6: probably, was, that might have not have been a revenge. As Booger me. was probably
4: the nastiest one, but he wasn't jerk off. I, like, I don't like Booger. What about Louis
6: Skolnick? I like Louis Skolnick. What about Stan? You really just say this shit. You, know, you think about names I have never thought of, man? I'm going to tell you, dude, my boy was Dexter. I like Poindexter. I fuck with him. Poindexter was tough. I like Poindexter, man. Uh, I thought that the Asian dude was funny, man. What was my boy? The costume? What's funny is I was thinking about that, right? Lamar was
4: gay, right? Yeah, Lamar Latre. But we love Lamar's character. I don't,
6: you know what, man? I, ain't, I wouldn't really feel Lamar like that. I want to I like Lamar. Lamar's character. And, gee, you know what, man? I will hold a challenge for anyone out there that calls me a brute or whatever. I'm a college-educated man. Don't get it fucked up. I have a
5: degree. <laughs> Did you just threaten someone physically no, for I calling did. you a brute?
6: Is that just a, a certain stereotype? No, I, 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 say I that's just dripping I iron. No, no, no. Let me finish saying this. I didn't threaten anyone physically. I challenge anyone out there to any test, any mental test. Display you want to have an intellectual it? debate with them? Oh, hell yeah. I'll the average person up. The average person to sit up all day online and critique podcast hosts don't got shit going on anyway. So what you telling me is me and
4: Pete so if we find a guest who thinks you're an ogre, we could have like a challenge where we come in, me and Pete come up with questions, and we ask y'all questions, and there's a winner of whoever gets the most answers to the question.
6: And I would viscerate, I would viscerate them. I would fuck you, them you're, up. you're inviting that. I'm inviting that. I, I, I'm very open to that be that like Alex Trebek. Hell yeah! And when they go in there, they be begging for mercy. By the time Alex they come died, on. too. R.I.P. Alex.
5: Yeah.
4: Alex Rebecca just passed away. I think he had cancer or something. He's fighting it for a long time. It's I like think a year ago or away. something like
6: that. Or it's cancer, is an ugly disease,
4: man. It's I'm a they had them horrible guests on Jeopardy right now. The people hosting it. Man, he never lied.
5: They're awful.
6: Yeah, you know, I would definitely be willing to uh, to do that. G, set it uh, up. When they hear it,
4: we'll get them on, and with me and Peter, it come up, up with certain questions. Maybe we'll make it hip-hop questions
6: to help launch the Instagram we do, Chronicles. We can do hip-hop. We can do anything they want to. No, let's talk about world issues. I don't want to talk about music and shit. There isn't no. anybody to talk about that. I was just going to ask you
5: questions about USC's past defense between the years of 2019 and 2021. That was all <laughs> my questions.
6: <laughs> Man, shit, you should have been asking about it now for shit, for this shit because it don't look like it to changed too much.
5: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Probably got worse to be honest. Hey, 500 you. yards a game is pretty good for a defense.
6: Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man, it's like. Oh, so, man. any other things
4: that y'all expect? Okay, outside of the fact that season two was a success, is there anything outside? So, guess for season three.
5: You, you know, I. You ready? know my guess for season three that I want. Huh? You you know the guest I want for season three.
4: What's what's your okay? Top we almost three had top three guests for season three, Pete. Um Tommy Sotomayor, number one. For sure. I got Tommy Tom all in. Okay. Shout out to Tommy Tom. What's happening, Tom? Uh
5: he was two and three, also. So that's the whole
4: list. Okay, give me three top guests you want me to have on those ceilings this year, still. Top three guests, top three guests, top three guests. If you like glasses. I want you. To sit down and talk to these three people on no center. Something. Could we, we
5: get sugar free get on the some... episode?
6: Could we get right. sugar free on the show? Possibly. Sugar free is a possibility. But um, maybe. I would say probably Shaquille O'Neal since you like basketball. Yeah, but we wouldn't be talking about basketball. We'd be talking about Dell Dog. Yeah, I would definitely have Shaquille O'Neal because that would be a de- definitely an interesting um, conversation. I think it would take some people, some, some people for a loop. Um, I would say that. Um, I would probably even say Charlemagne. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, Charlemagne, Charlemagne the God, and um, and what's the brother from the um, LGBTQ community Um the cross dresser? Um, oh, that one guy that was supposed to come on a while ago. Yeah, my guy. I'm, I'm gonna get him on there.
5: I got a question, G. Would you be Would it be even possible, and would you be interested in having on, like, a legit rival on to the show? Like, yeah, someone from a crew that you guys have had shit with for years?
4: That'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be cool.
5: That could be very interesting.
4: My top three guests my top three guests obviously is a trans a tranny like a trans i mean i think tranny is considered a, a that might not be so nice slight but a yeah. trans person like i really want to I, I i really want to get that thing dealt with and unpack it. you know what i'm saying I, I have to face my fears of how i see things and grow up so uh, we've done like
5: three episodes about it so you know
4: we- yeah i know i need so i need to get one that has i need to to get all the thoughts i have out and understand and what's what made me scared is that I go through all this conversation and I still end up as confused as I was. that's gonna be the worst
5: um, yeah. I would expect that outcome.
4: I wanna talk to the a uh, trans a trans a member of the trans community uh I wanna talk to you know what I wanna talk to a current prostitute,
6: yeah. You know what I think it'd be good to have on your show, man? I think it'd be good to get uh, I think it would be cool to get the girls from Horrible Decisions on your show. Horrible Decisions. I haven't seen that. Who's on there? Uh, Mandy B and Weezy. They on Black Effect, man. Oh, yeah. We should do that then. Yeah, Weezy with her fine
4: ass. So, uh, uh, trans, member of the trans community,
6: uh, Flame Monroe, that's what we go gonna get. we go gonna get Flame Monroe on there. We Flame is a cross dresser. Flame ain't a member of the trans community, yes. he man. I'm telling you, Flame, Flame is a cross dresser, ain't he? Yeah, but he would be good. He dresses as a I mean, woman, yeah.
4: But that's cool. I mean, like, I wouldn't even, I don't care if you like to wear women's clothes. I couldn't like Oscar De La Hoya if that was the case. Oscar I would
5: like to be specific on that. Can I make you a know what a, a, a process request?
4: And I'm, I want to do Amber Rose. I want to sit down with Amber Rose.
5: Can I put yeah. a an asterisk on the trans community individual sure tell me i would like to speak to somebody who is of that of the trans community who has done the full surgery upstairs and down
4: holy shit i don't know that person might be like kind of okay to talk to because then they would probably just be telling me they just wanted like if it's a man that became a woman they'd be like i really wanted to be a woman and then I would understand that I'd be like, oh, "Okay, the person in the middle is the person I think that I fear the most." Like, you want titties, mm. ass, and a penis.
5: Yeah, I get that. I, I do kind of want to like, take that. like I'll what's, take, what's I'll take life forward. like with that? Like, what's uh,
4: you you to be honest? You know what, still, we need to. You know, you need to set it up for set it up for me and Pete to talk to the the uh the trans person that lied on Nelly, uh. I seen this motherfucker a million times be arguing with other trans people, trans community people. How uh,
6: you know he lied on
4: them? Was it proven that he was? The trans came out and said that that it wasn't true. Nelly didn't sleep with. Yeah, I Nelly what? didn't sleep with. Uh, Nelly didn't sleep with. I mean, not Nelly. Excuse me, Chingy. Forgive me. I'm sorry, Nelly. My bad, dog. Mm-hmm. Chingy, that's what I was wanting. I said, I don't think that not was Nelly. Nelly forgive me. Ooh, that was fucked up. My nigga Nelly. I'm, I'm just sorry, like that. OG. Oh, God. cause My bad, fool. I'm not talking about that. I meant Chingy. But the trans, the member of the trans community said it wasn't so like true. The,
5: the Sydney Star individual?
4: Sydney Star. There you go. That's who okay. we need to set up. So you need to get on Black Effect and set up me and Pete, because Sydney Star, I think, got top and bottom.
6: Got top and bottom.
4: Up. And Sydney Star is super like messy, cuz like.
5: I've never heard so of this like, individual before today, but the Chingy Google search.
4: Yeah, that shit fucked up. That shit fruit. ruined Chingy's career, bro. That shit is the worst. Like that shit was fucked up. And Chingy was dope. Like niggas used to low-key hate on Chingy, but Chingy was like dope. I remember cheating on a couple quick and sugar-free songs and thinking like damn.
6: Yeah, they was no, really cutting with they each they
4: other get, like but well, our rhythms really our rhythms is the same. Nelly shit was all our rhythms is the same. St. Louis and our rhythm is the same. So, yeah, set that, that up Sydney Star. Sydney Star I think got top and bottom, Pete. Okay. And you could uh we could really have a dope conversation top about that. Top and bottom.
6: Huh?
4: Top and bottom, huh? Yeah, you got to get it all done. I, mean, I, I don't believe you want to be a woman if you don't get the bottom done.
6: Yeah.
5: And i, I it's funny because I was having a conversation about that with my cousin yesterday because we were talking about how the best like MCAT scores are getting into – are all in plastic surgery by and large. And I was like, yeah, it's going to start to incorporate that element in as far as coverage goes to the plastic surgery world. So that, that topic came up, and I was like, man, that would be a very interesting – conversation as to like just some of the real life adjustment you know the fit like just the physical expectation adjustment to to that type of of of, of lifestyle change from a surgery like that
4: that I have to really think about it and read and figure it out before I get into it but that's gonna be dope but I, I just felt like um We've been off for like a whole week, and people just was hitting me, and I'm like, "Damn, I don't want to leave them high and dry." So, season three of No Ceiling starts February 28th. Gangster Rap
6: Chronicles goes into effect officially in March. This shit, that shit don't kind of got started now already, bro. But it goes officially in March, though. Yeah, hey. fix- we ain't we ain't even changed. We ain't changed the intro. We still yeah, we on the Gangster
4: Chronicles. The- Intro and the, and all the same shit. So once we change the intro and do a new intro and and really hook it up and change all of the uh all the platforms and shit, it's gonna really be official. So I think we should bring the white man's
6: opinion back for April. That that works right there.
4: We, we can commit 3rd, to it. We I, can get a time. And to I it. wish
6: Peter's ass wouldn't have moved way down the motherfucking Miami just to go down. So Bill, we curve. just gotta
4: make him get a green screen. We get Nothing. it from
6: right
5: now. I'm trying to move to like North Miami Beach area. If I, you guys I, could hook me up with the access to the iHeart Studio, that's right up the street.
6: Yeah, yeah we, we can make like that sure. happen, We could we I'll make slide that slide right up. through. I want to go I don't back to Black
4: and, Effects you. wants the white man's opinion on there, but I think we that's got to make other platforms. I think to that's put an, on. that's another
6: thing. Yeah, we got enough stuff to put on, but let me show you off something though.
5: I'm concerned it would alienate white listeners, to be honest with you.
6: of course you do. There was a character called Zierkowski. It was in a movie called 1990 movie called Slacker. That's a good movie, so you got to watch those independent film that was made for $23,000. And it's called what Slacker? It was a great movie, though. It was funny, slacker? Shit. slacker. Yep,
4: man, that's what he used to call Marty McFly all the time in Back to the Future.
6: Slacker slacker was funny <laughs> as hell, man. It was a character called Zerkovsky, and that's all he used to do was beat his meat. Oh, you over here? You don't even know the difference between revenge and another. Okay,
4: look, I'm finna get out of here. I'm—I I, had my surgery, Patella tendon reconstruction. Shout out to Dr. Jonathan Frank who did it. It's so
6: impressive.
4: this is the end of season three. For season two, feel me. Season three starts February twenty eighth.
6: Try to cut me off. I'm gonna tell y'all, go on that motherfucker. What's that shit that, where people can leave reviews on? Yup. yep. yep. Go on Yelp and call that prejudice ass motherfucker out. That motherfucker go tell me I'm on motherfucking Medicaid. <laughs> so look at me and look at me and just ask me if I'm on some. Aren't you? <laughs> hell no! I'm still on Medicare. I tell that motherfucker mother the fuck I look like to you. Talking about I'm on some motherfucker like I'm on motherfucking Medicare to you, motherfucker. I thought, I thought you Ray, kept Dr. all your Ray income in the corporate
5: in, in the corporate you know umbrella, so you didn't have to like declare taxes, so you could still you know get your EBT money without having to actually Man. declare a
6: personal income. <laughs> The hey, check this out, y'all. Steel is not on no type of social assistance. I don't believe in welfare. I get my ass up and go to work. I have oh, income.
4: Now I don't have work. a conversation. No, no is about to have a conversation. You just tried to get at public assistance like that. What's wrong with public assistance? I ain't never then? wrong with it, but if
6: you're a well-bodied man, if you're an able-bodied man, you can take your ass and go to work. It looks so like you got girl, up and went all the public. way across the room that's to go to work why,
4: today. That's why so only women could be on public assistance.
6: That's why, man, there should be only women. Women they they are. got no it's in called their men life. They don't have no men in their life, They don't have no man. Hell yeah, they should be. And I think if I ran if I ran the country, you would be able to be on welfare for seven months. And after that, after you there ain't no time to get your shit together, you would have to go to work. You go pick up trash and do something. You ain't just gonna be taking money out of our checks. All them high-ass taxes they charge us for hell no dog i'm tired of uh, oh we got to get the right public we got to get the right politician i am tired get of public. putting the bill for motherfuckers that don't want to get their ass up and go to work you don't well, think you could, that you, you can save shortage. a
5: cool 13 by moving to florida
6: man i'm gonna tell y'all something my <laughs> wife she has to go visit kids that don't go to school right like kind of <laughs> like a truant person right yeah, if you go on some of these projects, dog, they got brand new cars sitting up in there, it's food being cooked in that motherfucker. Yeah, they yeah. got big screen TVs in there. I guarantee you, it's a motherfucker dude just standing that ain't supposed to be standing. Is selling weed or some shit and making about a thousand bucks a week in the project. Them motherfuckers live in ghetto fabulous. The motherfuckers are lazy. They need to take their ass to fucking work. Yeah, I you want to know what's
5: really it. funny? If you're over off of Central, at call it I don't know. One in the afternoon on a weekday, right? And you look to the right, facing north, you're looking into Nickerson Gardens. You'll see a lot of people just wandering around, just hanging out, doing their thing. If you look directly to the left, swing your head 180 degrees over, you'll see the Maxine Waters Job Center. It's covered in cobwebs, and I don't think anybody's been there in 10 years.
4: (laughs) Y'all ain't shit. Fucking (laughs) racist-ass fucking you and Steel. That's fucked up, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, <laughs>
5: it's okay. true. Nobody at the Maxine Water Center. I drove by it all the time.
4: I'm gonna tell you. You talk about the one that said Watts?
5: Yeah, they
4: do I a horrible job. They do a horrible job of promoting their services. They had a program that was super dope for CNAs uh, and RNs, but they don't. I think uh, I think promote, you can see it
5: across the street.
4: People just seeing something is nothing like. Especially if you don't no, that's true. It's gotta a, it's, understand it's a how people defend It's a slush. One. We mad so I made
5: I'm that not, as a shot on Maxine. Yes, that's a slush shot. I'm one
6: not mad her. at social assistance, G. I'm mad at the people that take advantage of it. Who takes like, advantage of it? It's like all those people, dog, that that, that filed for unemployment this year. Knowing they have never had jobs, dog, and just overbought the system. My son, my son is a public servant. And you know he has to get unemployment for a part of the year, right? You know, my oldest boy, Stefan, right? He's a fireman. Fireman. He couldn't he's a, he's even no get a fireman. His, yeah. Uh, well, he was C he bus. He's full-time now, but at that, that time he was seasonal, right? Yeah. At that time he was seasonal. He couldn't even get his unemployment due because it was the system was so bogged down with all of these crooks and scam artists out there. Motherfuckers too lazy to get off their ass and go to work. They just want something for free.
4: Still, that don't even make no sense. You can't be no Uncle Tom, man. I'm not
6: no fucking Uncle Tom. Some of these
4: you motherfuckers sound like Stevens now. from fucking Django. No, I don't sound like no fucking Stevens. You really think people that's on public assistance I didn't is say all they don't want to
6: get up and work? I, I did not say all of them, but you know some lazy motherfuckers that don't want to do that. I don't know no lazy motherfuckers really. Yes, and a you know I've watched. I, 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 I know you, a fucking you, you ton, know ton of them. them. I, I know a whole bunch of them motherfucker lazy. I don't know. None. I don't know. You nobody. know how many
5: people I know that work for cash and still get EBT? Every girl braiding hair works for cash, still gets EBT. I got a whole phone. I'm gonna
6: tell you something. If you throw yeah, a yeah, rock you outside, even if you, if you, you right now, throw moon? a rock, you hit one of them motherfuckers. Throw a rock, and then you get a lazy motherfucker. I don't listen. Do if you make six hundred a week, I, I'm you don't qualify from the for that
4: center shit. core piece of the ghetto. The ghetto is placed in as far as not compared to Cleveland, obviously, but the is piece of the ghetto in Southern California and Watts and Compton. I don't know nobody who just lazy and capable sitting up getting welfare and don't want to do nothing. Most people and don't have education. All
6: want to do is walk. In the store they got you're, get, go you're getting paid free getting time there, to go get some blunts and all kind of shit. That's all. No, I don't know, they know nobody like for. that. Okay, I can show you something. I don't know, you no, know no black
4: people. We out this motherfucker. I ain't finna let y'all keep bashing people. Fuck y'all. <laughs> good looking out for tuning in to the No Sillers Podcast. Please do us a favor and subscribe, rate, comment, and share. This episode was recorded right here on the West Coast of the USA and produced by my homeboy, A-King for the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Yeah.